From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Happy birthday to Happy birthday, dear Burnsy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. It's not exactly your birthday today, but it's the closest episode to it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Yeah. So um, future us will have celebrated your birthday at a swanky little place. We will. But present us doesn't know how it's going to go. I don't know. No idea. Mm-hmm. We're going to a swanky hotel bar. And then I'm going to a fancy tasting menu dinner on my birthday. That's so fun. With my man. That's very exciting. What else is happening? Did I have any other... I needed to do that check, saying to Kim for her birthday. Um, what else? Oh, we left Twitter, everybody. We're not on 
Twitter anymore. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And I'm trying to be all up in TikTok's piece. I'm trying to hang out with the kids. That's great. I'm trying to make make a make a little name. I mean, for really, it works out because you were in the Twitter and I was in the Instagram, and then neither one of us could really handle doing the TikTok. So now right. you can do the TikTok. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, yeah, we just like to and we're be all in the Facebook group, obviously. all in the Facebook. Yeah. We just like to be in places where, um, there isn't, you know, promoted hate speech. And maybe we'll meet you on whatever those other things are called that people are talking about. Yes. That I know nothing about, yes. but it won't I, be me if we do it. I literally haven't even like <laughs> researched it. Like I haven't Mastodon? even. Mastodon. That's not even one that I thought. I thought one was Can high. Are you just naming dinosaurs? Bees. Bees? Bees. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know if that's what it's called. If there's some other platform that you want us to be on, just tell me and I'll sign up. Yes. But uh, no more. It includes Discord. You might have to tell us some things about it and if we can do it. If it includes if Discord or it. Twitch, you may have to donate yourself full time to teach us how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Twitch we're gonna make happen. Yeah, yeah. Discord. I don't Discord, know. You tell me. Yeah. And you tell, tell me. You tell me and tell me not. Sammy's. To. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me if it's a thing that you want. Yeah, I think that's, that's what, what it comes like down to. to. I'm like, if you yeah. don't want it, then. I don't want we it. Don't want I it. certainly don't want it. Yeah. But if you want it, then 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 you, you can know, figure we'll it look out. into it. Yeah. Um so that's that's that. <laughs> that's check. Check. Uh and Did it? um uh lizard update. I haven't seen my lizard in a couple oh, days. Oh, no, Sam. <sighs> Eric, it's been a little chillier though. So it is chilly. I'm hoping that my little lizard baby has just buried themselves under the scraps um, to stay warm because they are cold blooded, you know. Um, So I'll keep you updated, but also nature is nature. And if it was their time to move on to a new home or to a new plane of existence, then that is the way that nature Natures. Yes, that's the way nature natures. And I was glad to provide a safe, wonderful home for Sam for the amount of time that they would like to be my resident. (laughs) (laughs) I'll keep you posted on the lizard. Um, Any lizard updates from you? No, I have no lizard updates. Uh, Did we see each other? We had Thanksgiving. We had the... But didn't we already talk about it? No, we talked about when it was on a mini-sode. <laughs> Didn't it just happen? Did it just happen? I guess it did just happen. Well, within the past week, it happened Yeah, it did. Ha- yeah, so we had Thanksgiving, everybody. <clears throat> that was fun. Yeah, it My was My boyfriend fun. came. Yes, and they, Kim, the and, Kim and her boyfriend both won a prize. We won first and second prize of the game that we played. Yeah. Uh, very proud of us. Yeah. We are the champions. Really yeah. And my cousin and uh, her kid made up a really fun game where you could only say <laughs> the, 
the word fuck to express your feelings about whatever prompt you pulled out of the toilet bowl. Not a real toilet bowl, a fake toilet bowl that was a mug. Um, so it would be things like, I don't know, like you are $50,000 in debt and your car just broke down. And so you had to say the word fuck to express that. You could add one other word. So you could yeah. say like, well, fuck or f- <clears throat> or or fuck buckets or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then and then uh, my my nibbling was the judge. And uh, Kim and D came in first and second. Oh, ah. It was very impressive. Very to be impressive. fair, I had a little bit of a leg up because mine was kind of horror-ish. It was horror-ish. It was the most horror-ish. So, yeah. you know, yeah, I won first place is all I can say. I mean, <laughs> she killed it. She did great. So D got the toilet bowl mug and I get a toilet Golden trophy. Toilet. Yeah. <laughs> but it hasn't arrived yet. Yeah. Or I guess it has, but not to me. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So yeah, what um what toilets did you guys win for Thanksgiving? <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> and then um, this weekend we celebrate me birthday. Yes, we do. So yeah, that's um and then we're kind of off to the races for the holidays. Where I kind of feel like it's sort of like after this recording today, I'll be in sort of a fugue state and then it'll sort of just be like see it see you in 2023. I love that for you. Thank you. Do you? I don't, I don't love it. I love it for me. I'd love a fugue state. Can I, I just be yeah. in a fugue state? I'm feeling that a little. Great. Yeah, I'm feeling a little fugy. Oh, I was sick for four days. Oh, which yeah, was, you were sick. Which was weird because it was like just a cold, you guys. And I kept testing myself for COVID. And then Eric finally was like, we no, still get remember? Colds. Yeah, like you could just be regular sick. And I was like, oh. Wow. Yep. That yeah. still happens. We still get those. Yeah. So I was just regular old sick. And, uh, but I, I did get to just stay in bed for three days. Eric wouldn't let me out into the rest of the house because he didn't want to get sick. So it was literally Fair. just in bed for three days. And he just brought me tomato soup, grilled cheese, and ice cream. I love it. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm jealous. It was actually kind of great. If I know. I'm being Am honest. I trying to get sick? Yeah, like it was it was actually kind of great. Someone take care of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I binged that show 1899, which I'm still on the fence about. I need Kim to watch it so that she can help me know what my opinion is. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I need to watch that. Got to watch Wednesday. I started so Wednesday. It's adorable. Yeah. She's so um, great. Well, do you want to hear a movie? I really do. Great. We're starting off our horror days. We're starting Happy off our horror, horror days. Happy horror days. And uh, we, this is one of the movies that was chosen by our patrons. So again, if you would like to participate in polls like this, you can join our Patreon. Uh, this They're still going. They're, they're still, still going. Three more movies. Well, probably by the time this comes out, two more movies you could vote Yeah. On. Yeah. So basically, so. Uh, the way that we're doing it is like whoever whatever movie kind of has the most votes at the time that either Kim or I <laughs> needs to record is what's getting recorded. So mm-hmm. uh at the time that uh I needed to watch this movie, the the winner by a little bit was 
Rare Exports, a Christmas story from 2010. I'm excited because this one comes up like every year. Yeah. As a pretty, pretty top choice. So I'm I'm excited. It's it's a thing. It is a movie. It's a movie. Um, So (laughs) it's directed by Jalmari Hellander. It is written by Jalmari Hellander, Juso Hellander, and Petrie Jokaranta. Yeah. Petrie. Oh, there's some adorableness in this movie that I'm very excited to tell you Should about. Should I name my child Petrie? It's pretty <laughs> cute. It's so cute. But then they have to grow into like an adult. Right. But then they just be Pete. Pete. Ah! Yeah. Pete's a cute name, too. Pete's an adorable name. I've never met a Pete I didn't like. Yeah, they're always good vibes. Totally. Well, let Dean know. (laughs) (laughs) You let him know. I'll let him know. Um, Okay, so dead or alives. We have Pietari. Alive. Uh. Rano, who I just call dad, so dad. Alive. Uh, uh, Yuso. Alive. Uh, Pia Perinin. Dead. Amo. Mm, dead. Riley. Alive. And Mr. Green. Mm, alive. Okay. Here we go. Rare Exports. 24 Days Till Christmas, says the title card. And we open on a messy office that appears to be an office on, like, um, a construction site. Like, that kind of, like, the foreman's office. And there is a man in a hard hat, hard hatting around the office. And then there is a man with a red scarf and a cane. Uh, who I call Cane Man, uh, who I learned later is named Riley. Cane Man. Cane Man. Uh, and uh, he, the, the, the guy in the hard hat, who is Mr. Green, is talking to Cane Man, and he's like, there is some weird shit that we're finding in this excavation site that you commissioned us to dig into. And he dumps out this canister of sawdust and he's like i couldn't tell you why we found sawdust in the center of a mountain he was like at first i thought maybe what yeah he was like at first i thought maybe it was like an old tree or something and he was like but it's not the amount of wood that we like drilled through or sawdust that we drilled through is like 65 feet thick like he's like what's 65 feet of sawdust or 65 inches, a lot of sawdust, a very thick layer of sawdust, extremely thick layer of sawdust that should you not be in a mountain. The difference of couches between 65 inches and 65 feet. It's a lot of couches, but here's a lot thing. of couch differences. There shouldn't, there shouldn't be any couches in a mountain fair. is what he's saying. So fair, any, fair. any amount of couch is strange to find literally in the center of the bedrock of a mountain. This is true. So a uh, cane man who's a real character and allegedly according to wikipedia 
uh, Hard Hat Man is British, which I hear, and uh, Cane Man is American, but he speaks in a way that I was like, what country are you from? That's definitely not America. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. But I think he was just doing a character. Um, he was just doing a thing. He was just doing a thing, I think. Um, well, he's Cane Man. He's Cane Man. And Cane he's also, Man. There's nothing Something inherently... Of the night, man. <laughs> I can't remember the words. Uh, It's day man, fighter of the night night man. man. (laughs) Um, Cane man, fighter fighter of the the hat man. (laughs) (laughs) And what I will say about Cane man is there's nothing inherently Christmassy about him, but he does have sort of an elf-like quality to him that reminds me of a Christmas person in the sense that like he's wearing a red, bright red scarf and he's got bright mm-hmm. blue eyes and he's old. And I'm just like, what is that sparkle in your eye? Like he, just Aww. a little bit Christmassy. But he says to, to Hard Hat Man, he's like, people used to store ice in sawdust to keep it from melting. And okay. helmet guy is like, that still doesn't help me. Like we're, we're excavating a mountain. So w- again, why would either of those things be here? And he's uh cane man says this mountain is a giant ice box. And he's like, dig deeper and you'll see. And, uh, hard hat man is like, I am as we speak. We hear the drills outside. So cane man walks over to the window and he looks out and he's like, okay, everyone, uh, make sure that everyone has the new rules. And he hands him like a card that has rules on it that says things like no drinking, no smoking, no cursing, no uh, uh, wash behind the ears. Like, oh, man, like this. no fun at all. No fun at all. And this is a bunch of like construction dudes. King man you know? is no fun. Yeah. They, like, How am I supposed to win my golden toilet if I can't a curse? There are no golden toilets here. Like, no golden toilets to be won. And the guy, uh, hard hat guy, kind of laughs, being like, You want me to tell these guys to f- follow these rules? Like, what to are you wash behind about? their ears? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, that's not going to happen. But Kane Man grabs him by the ear like he's a naughty child. Oh. And says, uh, it's Christmas time. Act like it. And Aggressive. Hard Aggressive hat man. little elf Kane Man. Yeah. And so Hard Hat Man is like, okay, dude. Like, you're, you're paying my salary, so right. I'll wash behind my ears. Um, he's an angry elf. He's an angry little elf man. So now we see a title card that says Corvatunturi Mountain Drill Site. Okay, so that's the name of the mountain that they're drilling into. And as we pull back, we see that there are two young boys um, who are watching the excavation. They're like kind of hiding behind some crates watching what's going on. Uh, the one boy is named Pietari. And the other is named Yuso. Let's call him Petrie the whole time. Uh, Petrie is so fucking cute, Kim. Oh, my gosh. It's because he's a baby pterodactyl. He is so fucking cute. He Mm. is as cute as a baby pterodactyl. Um, Yuso is a little bit older than Petrie and just more of like a rough and tumble kid. He's like going to skew more towards bully, but Mm -hmm. he's not he's not 
he's not the worst bully. Like they're friends clearly, but he's mm-hmm. just a little bit of a dick, you know? How old are they? So Petrie is probably like 10. And I would say Yuso is maybe like 12 or 13. Okay. Um, so they're watching and hard hat hands cane man a piece of ice. And he's like, you're right. There was ice down there. We got past the 65 couches of sawdust and there's ice, like a block of ice down there. And Kane man looks at it and he's like, always believe, always. And I was like, that is not an American accent. Like, what is that? <laughs> so the kids are watching and Hard Hat like is telling the guys that they have to follow these rules now. And we know that because he like takes cigarettes out of the guy's mouths. Mm. Um, and uh, then Cane Man kind of gets up on like a little pedestal with his block of ice. And he's like, gentlemen, listen up. My dream since my early childhood is about to come true. I can proudly say that you are standing on a sacred grave on the biggest burial mound in the world. What's in the ice? This puts even the pyramids to shame. It took the Sami. Sami! The Sami people. They're called the Sami people. It took the people. It took the Sami people of Lapland centuries to build. Excuse me. Bless you. Centuries to build this mountain. You have 24 days to open it. Roll up your sleeves, prepare the dynamite, and do what you do best. You have a grave to rob. Dun, dun, dun! Whose grave is it? We'll find out, won't we? I don't know. How can we know? Is there a ghost behind you? No. Oh, Kim just looked behind her like there was a ghost. So now the kids are running back. And we see that they're running back through a fence that says, like, do not trespass, no access. But Mm. they cut a hole in the chain link to get through it, which Mm -hmm. was naughty, naughty, naughty. Mm -hmm. But smarter than digging under. That is true. (laughs) (laughs) So they get back on their snowmobile. These are very snowy, snowy people. We're in Finland. Okay. So these are, these are, these are snow people. These are of the snow people. Of the snow. So like, okay, it's like transportation is snowmobiles, you know, their big wheels are snowmobiles. Yes. And it's like, bikes. yes. And it's, yes. And it's like their house is like, there's no, there's no like neighborhood. Like they kind of live on a mountain and there's, you know, nobody around except other mountains kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But there, it's a community. Ah. The ghost turned the lights off. My <laughs> stupid uh, ring light. Oh, well then. Okay. <laughs> that was really scary. It was so weird. I know. Okay. So there's snow people. So the boys hop back on their snowmobile. And uh, before they mobile off, snow off or whatever, uh, Petrie is like, you so is that Santa Claus up there? And Yuso is like, what? Where? And, uh, he's like, is Santa Claus dead? And Yuso is like, you baby, you believe in Santa Claus? 
And Petrie is like, well, who was the Santa Claus that came to my house last year then? And Yuso is like, that's Mr. Piaparian. He's like, your dad pays him like to dress up like Santa, you dum-dum. And he's like, this whole Christmas thing is a bluff. And then there's a big explosion at the top of the mountain. And they both look back to see. So now Petrie is back in his room. And he's wearing like this little Christmas sweater with like, with you know, those oh. sweaters that like have like sort of the ring of design kind of around the collar uh-huh, of it. Uh-huh. Like a very traditional. He's like wearing that, but like no pants on, like just those little undies and like bo- snow boots. Uh-huh. And he's just like in his room reading a bunch of old books. And um, he's looking at a book entitled The Truth About Santa Claus. Oh, and do tell, Petrie. Yeah, and he's looking at all of it, and all we see is, like, the pictures and, like, sound effects of, like, what the pictures sort of invoke. And it's, like, one is, like, a picture of, like, a scary horned man sitting on a mountain of skulls. And oh! <laughs> one is, like, a scary horned creature, like, whipping a child. Another one is, like a bearded man with horns like dipping a child into a boiling cauldron and it's like like Krampus style very very Krampusy Krampusy vibes and at one point there's like one picture this was really cute where it's like the it's a drawing it's an illustration and it's the profile of this scary santa right so it's like the profile of an old man with a beard but then like a giant sort of horn coming out of his head that curves around the back and petrie has turned the horn into a red santa hat so it's less scary oh <laughs> buddy it's really cute and then he kind of like looks out at the mountain from his window. He can see the mountain from his bedroom window. One day to Christmas, title card. Oh, that happened fast. Weren't we yes. 24? We were. Now we're, now we're one. Um, so, so now we see a man whittling a stake outside, like cutting a, a stick to be pointy. And he's pounding it into the mud in a pit. And we see that he now climbs up out of the ladder. He was setting a trap. So what he did was, like, he dug a really big hole. He put all these spikes in the bottom, Mm -hmm. and then he's going to cover it over to catch something, and they're impaled on the stakes. Classic, classic trap. Classic Classic trap. trap. Yeah. Um, Traps 101. Traps 101. Um, Also, Daddy's 101. Daddy's Mm -hmm. a little bit of a snow daddy. Snow Daddy. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. Snow Daddy. There's Here like for that. There's like two Snow Daddies in this where I was like, okay, all right, Finland. I see what okay. you're exporting. All right, Snow Daddies. Let's so sit by the fire, Snow Daddy. Yeah. Bear skin rug. Yes. So um, he that we then see that he's got kind of like a piece of construction. Uh, machinery. He's hung a pig's head from a hook dangling mm-hmm. over the trap to lure oh, something in. Oh, as bait. Yeah. Okay, got it. And so then uh, he walks back up to his house and he's like, Petrie! Wake up, son! And we go up to Petrie in his room. He's sitting on a trunk on a stack of books with a helmet on 
just his little low bare legs and his undies and his sweater and his dad throws a snowball at the window and he like was asleep like sitting on the thing holding watching guard holding guard or something and he like the snowball hits the window and he's like ah and like falls off all the books and it's like adorable he's so cute like my womb was like (laughs) Should we get in here? And I was like, oh, no, no. Wow, that's saying a lot. Yeah, he's so cute. So fucking cute. So, and he also like was holding bells in his hand or like a jangly keys so that when he dropped them, they would fall into cute. a bowl that would wake him up. Wow. Like he was so smart, little Petrie. Um, except he was utterly asleep. So none of it worked, but he tried. <laughs> so <clears throat> he looks at his watch. Why did I say that? Um, and he has like a little stuffy, like a little stuffed animal that like, I don't know what animal this was. It looked like it was very old and some sort of woolly, gnar, some sort of thing. Woolly Sasquatch little <laughs> stuffy that he called Vupa. That's the name. Vupa. And he was like, Vupa, you were supposed to keep watch. and so he opens uh the day of the 23rd on his advent calendar right so it's december 23rd but then he puts a piece of tape over december 24th like he doesn't want to open it like he's like i don't want it to be the 24th and then he already one day till christmas though i was wondering if you were going to pick up on that i agree i the timing i was very confused because it definitely said one day till Christmas. And I went back and watched it, but he definitely opened up the 23rd. And like we have another sleep that happens. So I don't know if it was like a mess up in the editing or what it was, but you're correct. You caught that. Interesting. Um, so he looks out the window and he sees on the roof footprints on the roof, bare footprints. Mm-hmm. and he runs outside in his little boots and underwear, and he's calling for his dad, who's outside, who's inside of another structure on their property. So there's, like, three structures. There's, like, the house. Then there's this um, other sort of shed, and then, like, a third thing. Um, so they have kind of, like, three little buildings on their little property, and he's banging outside the door of where his dad is, and he's like, I have something to say, Dad. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, come in. He's like, I don't want to go in. And his dad's like, well, the wolves are going to get you if you stay out there. So he goes in, but he keeps his eyes closed. And he's holding Vupa. And he's in his little sweater and his snow boots and his undies. And he's got his eyes closed. And we see that he has his eyes closed because his dad is a butcher. So he's, like, butchering uh, their food source, which is reindeer, because they're in Finland. And uh, uh, he asks his dad, he's like, did you unplug the Christmas lights uh, that were on the roof? And he's like, no. And he's like, well, they were unplugged. And he's like, no, I didn't unplug them. And he's, like, annoyed. And he's like, there are footprints on the roof. And his dad's like annoyed. He's like, go get dressed. You're going to catch cold. So um, he's like, I'm taking you on the roundup, whatever the roundup is. We don't know. So he runs back across the snow. His, his little, little bare legs running in the snow. And he tells Vupa, he's like, 
he's spying on us. Referring oh. to somebody. Someone's spying. Uh-oh. So now, Dad and Petrie are on a snowmobile going across the mountainous snow to a hunting party. We come to a pretty rudimentary corral. So it's like a circular fenced-in area. In the center of it is like a <clears throat> an electrical tower that's about a story high. And uh, there's a bunch of other sort of like neighborhood hunters standing around. Uh, Yuso <clears throat> walks up to Petrie's dad with a cigarette in his mouth. Mind you, he's like 12 or 13. Yuso. And he's like, do you have a light to his friend's dad? And Snow Daddy just like takes the cigarette out of his mouth <laughs> and like puts it on the ground. Aww. And... Uh, he's like, where's your dad? Like asking you, so like, where's your dad? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he said he had to go and get the snowmobiles because the chopper, he couldn't get the chopper started. So he's like, uh, oh, excuse me, we're going to use snowmobiles. But like, I mean, it's not like a fancy, like they're literally on a mountain in the snow. So it's like, most of the time their trucks are probably not going to work and they're going to be like to get places we need to snowmobile or or helicopter about and i don't want that life i'm good there listen you know me every time i see like a small remote situation i'm always like do i want that do i want that i think i want that but then i think about like actually having to like do the things to live in that and i'm like i don't want that no I want to. I want to be. I want to sit by a cozy fire on a bearskin rug. Yes, I want that. And I want someone else to do the things that would be required to survive in that situation. And also, I don't want to do that all the time. Right. I just that like some. I just want to go on vacation to that. I want all of the things that I want all the time at the exact moment I want them for the wow. exact duration that I want them. Same. Fair. That's fair. That's a fair request. Yeah, that's what I want. So we had to go get the snowmobiles. So now we see Pia Perinen, who, what am I going to call him? I'm going to call him Piper, because that's sort of what his name looks like when you spell it out. Piper is another man in the party, and he's standing on the fence of the corral, and they all kind of cheer, all the other people that are there, and he's like, one, two, three, and he turns it on, and the giant tower in the center, like, pew, 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 pew. He's made it an electrified fence, right? So the, electri- wow. the electricity is coming from this center tower and going out to the fence so that the corral is now electrified, That's which cool. I learned is because this is where they corral their reindeer that mm-hmm. they are going to eat. But there's a wolf problem. Wow. So they're like, hey, I electrified the fence. Good job, me. Crazy. And everyone's like, yay, Piper. So Yuso then asks Petrie. He kind of like razzes him and he's like, do you even know how to shoot the gun that your dad gave you? Because he's got like a rifle strapped across his back. And Petrie's like, of course I do. And then Petrie tells you, so he's like, Santa Claus was on my roof last night. (laughs) (laughs) And Dad and Piper are then talking. And they're sort of conspiratorially 
talking and they're like looking up at the mountain and they're like, what could they be digging up there? They are under the impression that it's the Russians who are digging up there and there seems to be a lot of animosity towards the Russians, but they don't know what's happening. Like there's like explosions and stuff happening on their mountain and they don't like nobody told them about it. Mm -hmm. So they're just like, what the fuck's going on up there? And there's a big fence around it that the boys cut through to go see. Then they hear jingle bells, not the song, the actual thing, the jingling of bells. And everyone starts cheering. And we see two reindeer with jingle bells on running up over the mountain. And they're all like, yay. And they're like, our freezers will soon be full of meat. But then only two of them are running up. And they're like, where are the rest of them? So like the reindeer are like cattle and that they know when it's like their time to like come back into the corral, basically. Oh. And he's like, where are the rest of them? So uh, one guy is like, oh, they must have gotten lost. And Piper and uh, Snow Daddy are like, no, they didn't. Meaning like. They don't get lost. Like Mm. they don't, they know where to go. Cut to uh, Piper, Dad, Yuso, and Petrie on snowmobiles. They come upon the rest of the herd. The rest of the herd is outside of the fence where the boys cut the hole and they're all dead. (gasps) No. They're all dead. Now, luckily, all of these shots were not close-up shots, which which I was very appreciative of. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a third guy there who's part of the hunt, who's part of their hunting party. His name is Amo, and he is uh, daddy. He's like daddier than daddy. Like he's Whoa, like Amo. We got two snow daddies here. I mean, no offense to Piper. He's just not. I'm sure he's somebody's daddy. He's just not my okay, type daddy. Fair. But the other two are. Wow. I got to see daddies. pictures of these daddies. Yeah. So the guys are upset. Like this is their livelihood. This is mm-hmm. what they fucking eat, you know. And they find the hole in the fence that we saw the boys crawl through yesterday. They blame, the men blame, the Russians that are Mm -hmm. excavating the mountain for cutting the hole with pliers, which let the wolves in, which ate all the reindeer, they say. Petrie says to Yuso, he's like, oh no, they found our hole. And Yuso is like, if you tell your dad, I will flog you. And he's so while the three men and Yuso are talking, Petrie goes over to one of the reindeer corpses and he kind of like lifts up, lifts it up a little bit. And there is a human footprint underneath it. It wasn't a wolf. It wasn't a wolf. So he looks at his little doll, Vupa, and he says, he was hungry. Question one. You found this little footprint under the reindeer. What do you do? What does Petrie do? I think that I'm going to tell Daddy. Okay. 
And um, I think Petrie's Petrie's trying to work this out himself. Just him and Vupa. Him and Vupa. Ding ding. I think tell Daddy. Tell come clean to Daddy, please. <laughs> um, Daddy'll treat you right. It's okay, Daddy. I mean, you might get a little spanking, but Ooh, that's okay. That's okay. Oh God, this is I'm. That's gross. There's a child involved. I'm really confusing things. <laughs> um, so the other men are talking and they're like, this is going to cost us. Like each of each one of these reindeer is worth a dollar amount. And they're like, do we have insurance? And they're like, of course we don't have fucking insurance for our fucking reindeer. Of course not. And they're like, we're out like 85 grand oh, with shit. these. Yeah. And like, that's a lot of fucking money to them. So, question two, what do you decide to do and what do they decide to do? Maybe they decide, how do they, do do they sell the meat? Is that, like, how do they make money Um, from it? That's unclear to me. They might sell some of it to neighboring people on the mountain, but they did specifically talk about their own freezers being full of meat that Hmm. season so i think it's both it's you know it's their livelihood both ways maybe they're gonna try to like steal from the russians okay what do you do can i do you want to go back to bed can i just move away i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to be here you want to just move away you want to go back to bed and move away yeah i don't okay i only wanted a bearskin rug and a and a fake one at that, and a okay. fireplace. I'll give you Vacation. two points for that. Yeah, you can just move away. Just go somewhere else, baby. Go somewhere else. Don't worry about the reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> they don't exactly decide to steal from the Russians, but I gave you a point anyway because they do blame it on the Russians, and uh, Daddy shoots the gate open and they cross the border. Oh, okay. And the one guy is like, the one guy is like, they'll shoot anyone who crosses. He's like, this is really serious. And the dad is like, so is bankruptcy. Like, we don't have a choice. Hmm. Cut to them all snowmobiling up to the excavation site. And they come to like a yellow building And the five of them go in, and it's completely abandoned. And the radio is on, like, on the desk, and it's, like, staticky sounds, like it's still on. Oh. And Yuso and his dad go back outside. Like, they're all just kind of exploring. And uh, Yuso's dad sees something And he's like, we see his face, see something. And he's like, what the, you know, Uh, and he turns these giant industrial lights on. And we see that there is he's like, come on out here. And he gets everyone to come out. All but Petrie goes out. Petrie stays inside and he finds this map that sort of like is a map of the excavation site. Mm -hmm. And there's just a big giant black mass in the center of the map outside. 
uh, Yuso's dad is like, seismic research my ass. He's like, they dug something up. And we see that it's a giant hole. So many couches across Kim. Like, so <laughs> many couches across. And it's so many couches deep that Snow Daddy, like, throws a flare down the hole and it just disappears. Oh, shit. I don't want to be near that hole. That sounds like a scary hole. It's such a scary hole. Like, I don't even... Uh, it's, it's like the hold to the center of the earth in a literally yeah scary devastating way yes i don't know how that's unscary but this yeah i mean what you scary. yeah what you described is just scary <laughs> there's not really a not scary version of a hold that goes to the center of the earth yeah correct so cut to now we're back at petrie's houses house and dad is putting meat in the oven. And Petrie and Yuso are upstairs in Petrie's room. And Petrie is like stapling the 24th shut now on his advent calendar. Like he does not want he does to not open want it. it to come. No. And he also has like cardboard taped around his little bum. He's wearing like hockey shoulder pads mm-hmm. he's got a gun slung across his back <laughs> and a hockey helmet on okay and he hands you so a piece of cardboard and he's like put this on and also put put a helmet on and he asks <laughs> what is the cardboard for you'll What's find armor out. yeah and he asks you so he's like how do i look and Yuso is like, like a baby with a cardboard diaper on. Uh, like, you look ridiculous. <laughs> P, uh, Petrie then tells him, he like gets real serious with Yuso. He's like, the Coca-Cola Santa Claus was a hoax. And he shows him the map. He stole the excavation map with the big black mass hole uh-huh. in the center of it. And he puts it down in front of Yuso. And Yuso's like, what, what, am I, what am I looking at here? He then shows him the illustrations from the books of Scary Santa. Petrie tells him that the real Santa tears kids to pieces and not even the skeletons are left. Some oh. also believe that he whips them, which is why he's got cardboard on his little butt. Oh, God, I love him. He's my so womb. Cute. He's so cute. He doesn't <laughs> want to get a little spanky on his bottom. Oh, my womb, Petrie. Kim, you're going to die when <laughs> you see his little face. He is so fucking Am cute. Am I going to be pregnant by the end yes, of this movie? You're going to be pregnant. <laughs> um, so, with a little Finnish boy. So, he tells him... You know, he tears kids pieces. Not even the skeletons are left. Then he tells him the legend that he learned about in his books that sounds very much like the legend that Cane Man told us about. He says, the Sammy people got mad at Santa Claus and lured him onto the ice of the lake. He fell through. Come spring... The Sammy people dug out the hunk of ice that he was frozen in and buried it 
under a sky-high pile of rocks, which became Corvatuntori Mountain. Mountain. <gasps> we're buried on, I mean, we're, no, I, we are living on Santa's grave. Yes, we are living on Santa's ice grave. Wow. And Santa is not Coca-Cola Santa. He's more like cocaine Santa. Cocaine bear. Yeah, cocaine bear Santa. Petrie says, should we tell dad everything? Question three. What do Who you says decide? This? Petrie asks you so. Should we tell dad yeah, everything? Yeah, tell dad. What are you doing? Okay. Mm, should we tell dad? I... Mm, I'm going to say they do too. Hand in hand. <laughs> Tell Snow Daddy. Tell Snow Daddy. Because here's the thing. Even if he doesn't believe you right away, at least he will have the information that you have. So mm. that future events may have some context, methinks. Yuso says... Do you know what your dad would do to you if he found out that you were the reason that the reindeer are dead? So he's still like, if we tell them everything. Oh, then we'd have to tell them that we put the hole in the fence and then it's, got it, got it, got it, got it. But if I told him the first time when there was human feet by the, by the thing. Reindeer. Exactly. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. So. It wasn't wolves. They would know it wasn't wolves. Exactly. So cut to you. So going home. And Petrie is making sure that the lights outside, the Christmas lights, are securely plugged in. He then asks Dad if he's making gingerbread. And now this gingerbread is very interesting. This finished gingerbread is like crispy, like little slabs of gingerbread. That's just kind of like, it's almost as if it's like cooked on a, it looks like it's almost like cooked on a cookie sheet. And then they just kind of take a hammer to it. And I love it. Yeah. Very rustic. And <laughs> I just saw this gingerbread building competition this family does. Do you see Do this tell. on Instagram? No. So no. It's like a girl posting on TikTok being like, my boyfriend's family uh, has a gingerbread competition house, you know. Uh-huh. You a know. Gingerbread competition house. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, every year. So clearly they've gotten pretty good and competitive. It was insane. One of them made a, a Quidditch no, <laughs> where, where this was yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, I think it's on like Upworthy or like one of the. Will you send good, it to good me? Good feeling channels. Okay. That yeah. I love. Um, <laughs> or like global yeah. positive news or something. Yeah, it was. No, I um, I didn't see it. So, uh, very impressive. I was like, wow, I I love that tradition. If it gets like real. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot more than just being like, I'm going to put some gumdrops on this gingerbread. Yeah, exactly. Like they were like building masterpieces. I remember a time years and years and years ago that I was sitting next to Kim as she tried to make a gingerbread something or other. <laughs> and you were so upset about what you created <laughs> that you just. I recall this. I blocked it out. I think it was like when like Kara and Susie lived together. Like that's how long ago it was. What did I make? Why didn't you I were like attempting? Because it? it was attempting. just gumdrops on a gingerbread. <laughs> it wasn't even that. It was like you were trying to make, you were trying to like ice a tree and you just, you weren't happy. You just ate it. You just were like, I don't, 
<laughs> you like just this. ate it. <laughs> you were like, this isn't for me. And then you went on and moved on to something else. So maybe I need, I need the competition and I need the, the, f- f- I mean, to be real though. Let's dive into that. Let's get real. If I Go wanted ahead. to make a, a Quidditch stadium out of gingerbread. How'd you do? How would you do? Great. I think I'd just give up and eat those trees. And you'd eat the trees. That's what I thought. That checks out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to the bottom of it, everybody. I Uh, I like the idea of it. She loves the idea. She just going to eat the trees. Yeah. Maybe someone else will be good at it. Maybe it'll be me. Let's give it a shot. All right. You know, I've never made a gingerbread house before. This is like great British bake-off shit up in this piece. Fuck. I love it. I love it. God, I love it. What were you doing when I was trying to make a gingerbread house? You just watching us? Yeah, I was just watching. (laughs) Why didn't you partake? I don't know. Weird. Yeah. I think it I just was I mean, you didn't make it look (laughs) enjoyable. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like I feel like I'd rather just eat the gingerbread. You're a bit more artistic than I am. I think you would have done a better job. Yeah. It's interesting. What was I doing? I don't know. I was do my own thing i don't know um <laughs> so we cut to where okay so gingerbread they're now sitting at the table eating gingerbread and dad lights two red candles and he asks petrie why he's dressed like that <laughs> and and he has a rifle slung over his back too like this is they are they are wilderness people mm-hmm. they're of the snow they really are of the snow and Petrie is like, oh, it's just a game that we play. And he tells him, he's like, the gingerbread is good. And he's like, just like mom used to make. Oh. And then they just sit in silence together. Oh, God. Where are all the moms? When I tell you that by the this time I got to the town? end of this movie, it is literal daddy town. There is, I saw not a single solitary <laughs> female presenting person in this entire it's film. It's just a whole bunch of widowers. I guess it's just daddy a... town. I don't know. <laughs> no, one one man did reference his wife as being Oh, so she lived there too. of the living. Yeah, but we saw I okay. did not see a single female presenting human in this entire film. Oh wow. It was wild. <laughs> daddy town. It was just daddy town. Okay. So but this this daddy is a widow or widower, yeah. and um, they both seem very sad. And I think maybe that's why Petrie like isn't really looking forward to like Christmas because like it reminds him of his mom probably. Why he keeps like stapling the oh I think did maybe. she die on Christmas? I think so. Um, we don't really get into I it. Thought it was a Santa thing. No, I it's unclear. I'm just I'm just making a hypothesis. Um, so then they're sitting in silence and Petrie says, what if I didn't exist? And his dad says, what do you mean? And he says, what if I disappeared? And dad just kind of looks out the window because, you know, men in daddy town can't show emotion. Mm, I don't know if you know this, but they can't do that. Yeah, fair. And he says, you should disappear to bed. And (laughs) he he gets up. I was like. He's like literally has tears in his eyes. And I was like, his, your son wants you to say that you love an him. An emotional connection. He wants an emotional Some vulnerability. connection. That's all he fucking wants, dad. Just give him anything. And so Petra gets up 
And then he turns to his dad and says, have I been good? <laughs> You're always good, Pete. You're so You're good. You're always good. <laughs> you can't do no wrong. And his I dad love is, you so much. Get in my womb. Get in there. <laughs> Just get all snuggly in my womb. <laughs> and his dad is tearing up and says, all good boys are in bed by now. And I was like, oh. Wow, 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 just, wow. Just tell him that you love him. So then Petrie turns to go upstairs, but then turns back to his dad and says, Merry Christmas, Dad. And Dad says it back. Merry Christmas, Petrie. Petrie goes upstairs. Dad wipes his tears away now that no one is there to see his emotions. Oh, gosh. Let men cry. Let men cry. So now we cut to Petrie asleep on his stack of books and trunks Mm -hmm. in all of his armor. And he's got keys in his little hand that has a bowl underneath so that if he drops the keys, it jingle jangles. But he falls asleep and the keys have gotten caught on a loose piece of thread on his sweater. (laughs) So they're lowered very slowly into the bowl. (laughs) And it doesn't wake him up. And he just falls forward and sleeps with his head up against the window. And can't can't stay awake. Oh my gosh, I love this buddy. He's so cute. Cut to the Sub-Zero excavation site. And... uh, we hear on the radio so I guess it wasn't abandoned I guess they just like went up there after work or something Um, (laughs) I'm just realizing that now but I'm like why'd you leave your radio on you fucking creeps like why why did you keep it all creepy in there like what what were you doing (laughs) I'm so confused (laughs) I'm so confused there's another part of this movie where the workers are there but before you said it was abandoned I forgot that it wasn't like I just got here and I'm like, I guess it wasn't. I, I don't, I really looked abandoned when I was there before after 5 PM, I guess. But I'm like, why did you leave your like radio all creepy? You know, like don't leave your radios creepy when you go home. That's a fair point. You know what? (laughs) Don't leave your radios creepy. Don't leave your radios creepy. So, uh, hard hat guy, it gets on the horn and it's it's we recognize the strange American accent of Kane Man who says, Finally, we've tried contacting you a thousand times. And Hard Hat Man uh or uh, and Kane Man says, Is the cargo ready? And Hard Hat Man says, No, we had to abandon the whole thing. Uh and he asks again, he's like, Is the cargo ready? And he says, no, you don't understand. It still has a pulse. The guy on the other end says, Kane Man says, follow the safety instructions and get it ready. Question four. Mm. What do you do? What does Helmet Hard Hat Man do? I'm going to follow the safety instructions. Okay. Although this seems... Suspect all of it. Why? I <laughs> I think I still need to be paid by what's his name? Kane Man. Kane Man. K 
Cane Man. I'm also hearing Spoon Man in my head. That song, Spoon Man. What's Spoon Man? Spoon Man. It's a song from the 90s. Da-na-na-na with your hand, Spoon Man. Are you sure that's the lyrics? Yes, I'm positive that the lyrics are Spoon Man. Spoon Man. Spoon Man. Spoon. We got to post more to this because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Spoon Man. Uh, what, what, so what is, what is Kane, what is Hard Hat Man say? I'm going to change. I think he's going to follow the safety instructions. Okay. And I'm going to call the authorities. Something seems not good. Point for you, calling the authorities. He does not follow the safety instructions. What does he do? He, in fact, says, fuck your instructions. He curses. And we then hear metallic swiping of things and a bunch of hard hats go flying outside as if they're no longer attached to heads on bodies. Oh, no. Cut to a pair of dirty bare legs. Outside the place where somebody just said a bad word. <laughs> just telling you what I see. <laughs> just telling you what I see. Okay. <laughs> a pair of spoon dirty man. old spoon man. Uh, now it says zero <laughs> days till Christmas. Zero days till Christmas, which would say Means to me Christmas, Christmas day. day. But in this, it appears to mean. Maybe they count differently in Finland. I guess they do. They must count differently. So, so they're counting zero days till Christmas as the 24th. I guess. Yeah. That's apparently what is happening. So maybe their Christmas is on the 24th. Either their Christmas is on the 24th or they count differently. Let's, I'll post more to How do <laughs> Finnish people count? <laughs> Whatever they do, I'm sure it's better than what we do. Yeah, I'm sure it is too. Finland's happy. Yeah. Aren't they happy? Oh, my God. Finland is so happy. They're like the happiest. Finland is so happy. Sweden is so happy. Mm. Um, Good for them. And it's weird. I'm sure it has nothing to do with the fact that they consider healthcare to be a right. I'm sure it has nothing to do with that. I'm also sure it has nothing to do with the fact that they pay their teachers as much as they pay doctors. I'm sure it has nothing to do with that Mm. either. Don't they get education, too? They get all kinds of stuff over there. They get get health. They get education. education. They get... Yeah, it's as if it's Sounds as if great. those basic those basic necessities lead to a sort of sense of happiness. Interesting. And you don't have to Why worry don't they about get, it. like affordable housing too. Kim, let's not get crazy. <laughs> affordable housing? <laughs> then how will we know who the privileged rich people are? <laughs> Maybe we do need to move the, to Daddy Town, Finland. Maybe we do need to move to Daddies need mummies. They do. Mm, if you My know what I mean. needs a petri. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Ooh, I guess kidding. Finland has all the things that Kim and Kat need. Mm. Off we go. <laughs> to Daddy Town. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so Dad comes in with firewood, and he goes to the oven, and he appears to have burned the roast, and he's very upset. Burned the roast. And he sits down and starts putting wood into the fire. And then something shoots out at him. 
and he screams like it looks like so he's like putting kindling in right and then he puts a log in and it's like we hear like a clamping sound and like a bunch of like kindling shoots back out at him okay and he screams petrie comes running down Dad is like holding a chair like up to the fireplace to be like, stay back, Petrie, stay back. There's something in there. Petrie then points his rifle at it standing behind him. He goes in and he looks and he pulls out a closed bear trap inside the fireplace. Mm -hmm. I wonder who put a bear trap in the fireplace. I think it was Petrie. Petrie. You put a bear trap to catch Santa Claus. Damn it, you're cute. (laughs) So dad is pissed and tells him he's grounded for Christmas. And Petrie just kind of like huffs and goes outside, starts to go outside. He's like, you're not going skating. And Petrie says, I have to take a wee. <laughs> I have to take a wee. So I think that they pee pee outside in Finland, but also like they are just built differently. I Maybe mean, Petrie's running around in his no, because he just goes out and makes some yellow snow. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I don't know if that's like a a Finland thing per se. Maybe it might just be a daddy town thing. I didn't know if that was maybe part of what contributed to their happiness. To their happiness it was just go wee outside. You just yeah. wee anywhere you want. Just wee wee wee. Oh, anywhere we want. Add more happiness to me personally. Well, have you ever tried it? It's less about me being able to wee anywhere I want and everyone else being able to wee anywhere they want. Right, 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 right. It's more about other people's wee than my wee. Right. And we we, we (laughs) want our wee away from we. I want (laughs) your wee away from From my wee. From my wee. (laughs) I want Uh, your wee away from me. I actually perfect timing because i myself have to go wee wee oh great i'm gonna find a snack okay great i don't have much guys it might be more pickle asmr (laughs) (laughs) okay so he takes zoop outside dad looks flustered and kind of in over his head you know, Christmas appears to be difficult for him as well. And he burned the roast and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And the, his kid put a bear trap in the fireplace. I mean, things are just, it's a lot. you know, yeah. So we cut to outside where little Petrie is peeing, and he sees something. And he calls his dad. Dad! He comes out with a gun and he says, the bait, the bait is gone. From the hole. From the hole. Dad, uh, dad uh, pulls him down and goes down to take a closer look. And he tells Petrie, like, stay right there. And the pit is caved in. And dad looks in. <gasps> and he looks closer. And it kind of looks like a hand. And he jumps yeah. back. <laughs> dad uh, pulls Petrie inside. And Petrie's like, I want to see, I want to see. Dad won't let him. And he says, you have to eat breakfast. So now they're both sitting back at the table and cut to them eating breakfast. But it's just gingerbread. And Petrie is like, is this all we're having? And dad is like, this is enough. Because he burnt their breakfast. And Mm -hmm. he asks, are you mad at me? 
And Petrie, I could never be mad at you. And dad looks at him sad and says, no. And Petrie says, if I eat this, can I look in the pit? And dad snaps at him, but then softens and reminds him, like, you're grounded. Because you put a bear trap in the fireplace. (laughs) (laughs) And he hears something outside and tells Petrie to, to stay inside. He goes out. Petrie looks out the window, and it's a guy dressed up like Santa. This is Piper, Pia Pierinen, that oh. he pays to, and who he hires to, to play Santa. And he's telling him, clearly, like we see him telling him about whatever is in the pit. And so now we see the two men, one in a Santa costume, dragging whatever was in the pit into the dad's slaughterhouse cut to them the two men in the slaughterhouse piper and snow daddy they uncover it and it is an old old very skinny naked bearded man man yes oh no and they're both freaked out but dad is like well He shouldn't have been snooping on other people's properties. (laughs) (laughs) And they see that he's got like a, he's got like a uh, material with him. I couldn't really see what it was, but he's got something with him. And so he like kind of opens it up and it's a passport and it belongs to Mr. Green. Now we recognize Mr. Green as hard hat guy. Hard hat guy. But they look at it, and it says, 1952, not even 60 years old, must be a nutter from the mountain. So, like, what they're seeing is, like, this guy's passport photo must have been taken before he was a bearded old man kind of thing. Is sort okay, of what so they think it's his passport. They think it's his passport, yeah. And they think he's American because it's an American passport. Cut to Petrie uh, sneaking out. And we cut back to the slaughterhouse and the two men are like, well, what the fuck do we do? Mm -hmm. And Piper points out, he's like, this is not good because wolf pits, that wolf pit that you built is illegal, bro. So like, Uh oh, like you built a wolf pit and now there's a dead man in it. And dad is like. He's like, you're in this too, asshole. Like, you <clears throat> dragged the body in here too. And so they're like, what do we do? Question five. What do they decide to do? What do you decide to do? Maybe they decide to bury or burn the body. Like, get rid of the body. Okay. I'm going to do the same hand in hand. Give it a shot. Yeah, they don't decide to burn the body, they look at the slaughter saw that chops up Mm -hmm. reindeer meat. And um, so they're going to cut up the body. We cut back to Petrie, who's sneaking out to look in the pit, you know, to see what was in there. And he jumps down among the stakes, like just jumps down. And I was like, Petrie! So he's jumped down among, among the stakes, and he finds a burps map down there. And he looks inside the burps map. (gasps) 
and there is a wooden child inside. Child. Wooden child. Yeah, a wooden <laughs> child inside. <laughs> and not to toy. No, not to toy. Maybe a toy? Somebody might be playing with it, but it's not that fun. Uh, it's a very rudimentary, like, vaguely child-shaped sized wooden thing, okay? Cut to the old man on the chopping block, literally, and da- Snow Daddy goes to chop off his arm, and the arm is pulled back. Oh, no. So Piper now looks, gets really close, and he puts his knife under, under the, the old nose. man's nose, yeah. uh-huh. and he's like, He's breathing, bro. He's alert. His eyes are still closed. The old man's eyes are still closed. But he starts (laughs) sniffing. And the men look behind them. Petrie is looking in the window. He can smell the little kid. Question six. You're Petrie. You just saw an old man on the chopping block and your dad and his buddy are about to chop it up. What do you do? What does Petrie do? Uh, I'm going to get my gun and all of my preparation. I've been preparing for this moment. Okay. Hand in hand. Zero points. Uh, I'm going to tell you to let daddy handle it. Uh, And I'm going to tell Petrie to not run away to find a mountain police officer. (laughs) Don't do that. But he does. So he runs away. Dad, he like runs off into the woods. Dad tells Piper, he's like, stay here and have a little chat with our old, old man on the chopping block. Um, and, and Piper's like, but I have my first Santa gig. And he's like, we got to take care of this first. Um, so Piper goes back in the slaughterhouse. Dad gets in his truck to chase after Petrie. Cut to dad driving. A cop crosses his path. And the dad's like, fuck. And then we see the cop slow down. And we see that it's because Petrie is waving him down in the street. Oh, my gosh. So Petrie. Petrie gets in the cop car. Dad now follows the cop car. Dad is pissed. They pull up to someone else's house. It is other Snow Daddy, his house, who is uh, Yuso's dad. Oh, okay. And uh, cop, the cop is like, What's, what are you doing here, Petrie? And then Petrie's dad pulls up and he's like, What are you doing here, Petrie's dad? And his, you know, he's got like his bloody apron on. And the dad is like, ha, 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 nothing, nothing, right? Petrie, nothing out of the ordinary is happening today. And uh, second snow daddy is like, I called you because someone broke into my potato shed and stole all of my, and the cop finishes his sentence and says, potatoes? And snow daddy number two says, not quite. And we open the door. And we saw that someone stole all of his potato burps maps. So it's just potatoes everywhere, not in any potato burps Weird. maps. Uh, they wow, thought so too. Needed a lot of burps maps. Needed a lot of burps maps. So the cop is like, I've been running all over Mountain Town because everybody had their radiators stolen. 
And Snow Daddy number two says, yeah, my wife's hair dryer was stolen. And they're all blaming the Russians on the mountain uh-huh. for stealing all of their shit. And then the cop says, why would they steal an old piece of crap like your wife's hairdresser? And they say, well, that's cutting edge technology for Russia. Zing. <laughs> they really don't like the Russians. And I'm like, the Russians had nothing to do with this. So Snow Daddy's like, we got to get home, Petrie. We got to go. So Petrie says, wait a minute, Dad. And he says to second Snow Daddy, he says, where's Juice? Where's Yuso? And Yuso says he's up in his room. So... Petrie runs upstairs to Yuso's room and Yuso's asleep in bed and he's like, Yuso, Yuso. He's not responding. So Petrie goes over to the bed. Yuso, he's at our place. Santa Claus is at our place. Now he pulls the blanket back. Wooden child. (gasps) No. Kim was like scared, but then confused face. She her I face went on like the Yeah, like it. I don't so, also don't want Petrie to be a little wooden boy. Yeah. So, question seven: What do you do? What does Petrie do? Tell everyone. Okay. Hand in hand. Yeah, he runs the little wooden child out to the men, and he's like, "They took you. Like he took you so." Um, the cop, uh, so it's the, the three men standing there, snow daddy, one snow daddy, two and the cop. And, uh, he says, Yuso is not in bed. There was this wooden child there. Oh, so it's not Yuso turned into a wooden boy. We don't, we don't know. We don't this know. is, okay. this is what Petrie is saying. So question eight, what do you do? What do the men do? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think they don't believe him mm-hmm. or think he's, you know, just being, just being Petrie. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to go check Usman's room, double check to be like, where is he? And then, you know, try to go on a search. Believe them. Yeah. I think that's, Yeah. You're going to believe them. They don't believe them. They say, oh, he's probably out chasing girls. Mm, he would. You know, like boys do. And I was like, girls? I've seen no girls. There's no <laughs> girls here. This is daddy town. This is daddy town. There, there are, are no, no girls, girls to chase here. <laughs> um, so the cop walks away to go deal with a bunch of stolen radiators Snow Daddy asks Snow Daddy number two. He's like, do you speak English? Because we need an interpreter. Cut to Piper in the slaughterhouse, eating gingerbread, watching the old man on the table. And he pulls the tart back again and like kind of almost barfs like the old man smells like a dead old man, but he's not dead. Clearly breathing. And he says, hello, you old devil. And he takes another bite of gingerbread. And the man starts <laughs> sniffing at it. Question nine, what do you do? What does uh, Piper do? Does he feed him the gingerbread? I don't know. Does he? What do you do? Do I? <laughs> uh, I'll give him a little gingerbread. Sure. 
Hand in hand. Give him a little gingerbread. You know what you don't do? Tease him with gingerbread. Wow. You go, uh, 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 <laughs> like that's an asshole. Just, that's just unkind. Yeah, and Piper gets what he deserves because old man bites his ear off. Wow, 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 wow. Bites his ear off. Bites his ear off. Wow, Says, I didn't know okay. old man I was dealing with. That's what you're dealing with. You won't, you're dealing with an old man that says, you won't give me gingerbread? Fine, I'll take ears. That's what I'll take. I'll take, I, I don't know. I, that I don't know if I, he ingests it, but he, he, he bit it with vigor, I'll say. So now we cut to Snow Daddy, Snow Daddy number two, and Petrie in the car. Snow Daddy number two asks, why do you need an interpreter? And Snow Daddy says, because we have an American visitor. Remember, they think this is... Mm -hmm. The American passport. Yeah. So we cut to Piper standing outside the slaughterhouse with a very (laughs) bloody non-ear now Mm -hmm. as they pull up. And Petrie is ushered inside and he's yelling that they have to help Yuso. Like, Petrie is still like, we have another problem. Yuso is missing or wouldn't. I don't know which, <laughs> but either way, <laughs> we have a use of problem. <laughs> and the men are like, shush, we have a ear-eating Santa man problem. <laughs> so Piper is like, I'm not going back in there because it's that's not human. That is an ear eater. And <laughs> Snow Daddy number two marches in. They follow. The old man is now huddled in the corner, like all crouched over with Piper's Santa hat, like in front of him. And he's just like staring at it. Snow Daddy number two asks, uh, because he's the one who speaks English. So Mm -hmm. they're like, you know, say something. And he says, how do you like the land of northern lights? (laughs) And there's no answer. So... Uh, they kind of like push him forward and Snow Daddy number two is like, I'm not going down there. Uh, so Snow Daddy number one grabs a rod and is like, cover me, you guys. So the other two dads like pull out their rifles and Snow Daddy goes down there and starts poking at him with a rod. <laughs> okay. And he does nothing. The old man does nothing. Like he doesn't, re- he doesn't react to it at all. So, Snow Daddy number two is like, he's harmless. So they get a little closer. And Snow Daddy number two, like, has a little bit more chutzpah now. And so he gets right in old man's face and he's like, wake up, old man. We need money. (laughs) (laughs) And so we cut to now. Now we cut to we cut to Petrie in the house. Petrie's in the house on the phone and he's got a list of names in front of him. And he calls him and he says, hello, is Hempa there? And whoever's on the other line says, no, no, he's not here. And so Petrie says, okay. And he crosses out the name Hempa. Oh, no. He's like calling all the schoolmates to see if they're home. So cut back to the men in the slaughterhouse. They're being real dicks. They're like slapping him on the back and they're like, where are your friends? What are you digging out of mountain? And they're like, he's playing deaf. It's an old trick. And he's like, last chance, asshole. Petrie then bangs down the door and they all turn. 
And now the old man seems to respond and looks to Petrie. Mm. Cut to dad coming out to see, like, he basically is like, get out of here, Petrie. He goes out and kind of, like, closes the door behind him. He's like, what do you want? What's, we got a thing going on in there. (laughs) And dad is not chill at all. And Petrie hands him a, a switch, like a stick. And he's like, you should whip me. 15 lashes should do it. Oh, Petrie. And he's crying. And he tells his dad, I've been naughty because mm-hmm. it was me and Yuso who cut the hole in the fence. And now I'm the only one left. And Petrie's dad is like, huh? Like, what? (laughs) But then there's a commotion inside. So dad runs back in and they're like, come back in, come back in, come back inside. The other two men are like, he's up to something because now he's in a different part of the slaughterhouse. He's like moved. He's still crouched over, but like in a different part. And uh, uh, Snow Daddy number two holds up the wooden rod and he's like, he bit this in half. (gasps) wow he's got strong teeth he eats ears and sticks so wow yeah he has got a strong jaw and teeth situation he really does he has strong jaw and teeth that is far younger than his old man body and balls balls he's naked he's naked there's old man balls balls. yeah Strong teeth, though. Um, strong strong teeth. teeth, saggy balls. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, daddy town. Finland. Yep. The real daddy town. So he won't look at them, but then he looks up because Petrie has come in. He then stands for the first time. Uh, his balls are still on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and stares at Petrie. Dad then grabs Petrie and brings him closer and is like, do you know him? Do you know this man to Petrie? And Petrie is like, yeah, he's been spying on us. So he thinks that it's this, Santa. yeah. And he's like, and, but he's, he's not even like, Petrie's not even like, like excited or like frantic at this moment. He's like, they dug him out of the mountain. He's Santa Claus. Like he's just like exasperated. I love you. Oh my gosh. Get he's in my womb. So fucking cute. And the men kind of chuckle a bit. And then the old man comes closer and they yell for him to stop. And they I think they fire their gun. Yeah, they fire their guns and like the old man, you know, stops or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cut to the four of them. So Snow Daddy One, Snow Daddy Two, Piper, and Petrie all sitting on the stairs of the slaughterhouse, just looking straight ahead, passing gingerbread back and forth along the line to each other, just staring. And we see what they're staring at is they've tied the old man in a tarp, and he's now just hanging from a meat hook, just swinging and staring at them. <laughs> okay. His balls are still on the ground. <laughs> oh, man. Those are some long, saggy balls. Long, saggy balls. Um, we then hear sta- static from the radio. Looks like, so old man must have had, the, had a radio with him, too. It sounds, yep, he had a radio with him. So the passport and the radio. Got it. Okay. Glad I watched this movie. Um, <laughs> he was storing them in his balls. Yeah, storing Sack. them in his balls. Yep. Uh that's where Santa keeps his toys too. So 
static from the radio, and we hear it's Sub Zero calling, and it's uh, it's Kane Man, and he's like, "I'm calling for Mr. Green. Where's Mr. Green?" They pick up, and the radio says, "The radio guy says we're leaving in thirty minutes. Is Santa ready to fly?" Question ten: What do you say? What do they say or do? I think that they are like, we have Santa give us money. Okay. Like they try to you ransom. Know, ransom him. What do you do? I. <laughs> <laughs> Kim's so tired. <laughs> Why am I here? Why did I get involved in this life? Uh, what am I going to do? I'm going to be like, yeah, I got Santa. He's here for you. Come and get him. Pick him up. All yours. Goodbye. All Don't yours. Bye. Bye. We'll figure out this reindeer situation some other way. This guy's this guy's eating ears and sticks, and he's really yeah. creeping us out. So take him. Saggiest balls I've ever seen. Yeah. So, so there's all kinds of things. In all there. kinds of things in his saggy and balls. Bites off my ear. Yeah. So Snow Daddy One gets on the horn, and he says, This is Rano from Finland. Old man is just swinging and staring. And he says, we have Santa Claus. And Kane Man says, where is Mr. Green? And he hands it to Snow Daddy number two, who uh, looks at the Santa suit. And Raunu tells him to say, tell them we have Santa for sale. Mm -hmm. Cut to them driving. Santa's in the back of the snowmobile truck in a cage dressed as Santa and so he's in the back in a cage and he's just staring at Petrie just like will not take his eyes off Petrie and they're like I hope this ransoming Santa works here we go so they pull up to the Sub-Zero headquarters and a chopper is flying in so they tell Petrie to stay in the car and the uh, little cane man comes out of the helicopter and he says, where are my men? And then because, because our guys don't speak great English, this cracked me up. Snow daddy. Number two says, yes, we are men. We, <laughs> we do business now. <laughs> and cane man says, where's the cargo? So they wheel Santa around and they ask for $85,000 and Kane man examines Santa gets up really close and kind of like tugs on his beard <laughs> bless you tugs on his beard Petrie then gets out of the car and he's sort of like kind of doing his own thing and he looks up at these big warehouse doors that have a giant 24 on them and he looks up at them and he says, the last door. So he puts Vupa on the ground and walks up to the door. Back with Santa and Cane Man, and he hears a loud noise. He turns to them and he says, drop your guns, put a smile on your face. And they're like, what? And he's like, this isn't Santa. This is one of his helpers, his elves. Oh, no. We then hear... <gasps> Santa? A no, a swarm 
of grandpa elves running towards them, naked, balls a-swinging in the snow. <laughs> they are surrounded by grandpa elves. Wow, and- so Santa got snow buried with with all his elves. That's unclear. I'm not sure if this if the elves were buried with Santa or if now that Santa's excavated, the elves are like, we have a job again. Come, yeah, they're like a magnetic. Yeah. They're magnetic ma- they're connection. magnet grandpas. Yeah. <laughs> they're magnetic grandpa elves. And so Cane Man is so they're surrounded by naked grandpa elves. And Cane Man says they're protecting their master. Hatchet to the head. Cane Man Man. is dead. Oh no. Cane Man. Cane Man. Got a hatchet in your head. Cane Man. You're going to get that when you hear Spoon Man. You're going to hear that I was singing the same tune as Spoon Man, but I turned it into Cane Man. Spoon Man's a song. Spoon Man made it up. Eric just left. If Eric was here, he would have been able to verify that Spoon Man is a song. <laughs> um, so question 11, what do you do? What do the men do? So Cane Man's hatcheted in the head and an army of grandpa elves with their balls a swinging are running at you with like scythes and hatchets and all kinds of shit. I think that we hand in hand drive away while shooting our guns. Zero points. They don't do that. And also, you left Petrie. I don't understand where Petrie is. Petrie's, Petrie went inside the big 24 door. I know, but the I big don't warehouse. understand where that is. Right next and to And where I am. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. <laughs> All I know is I'm surrounded by a lot of saggy lot lot balls. A <laughs> lot of balls just running in the snow. <laughs> So, Daddy Town turned into a whole different kind of town. It's a very different town now. I prefer the other town. (laughs) It's Granddaddy Town. It's Granddaddy Town. I prefer Daddy Town. (laughs) So, the three men run inside the giant warehouse that says 24 on it. That's where I wanted to do, except I didn't know where I was. Exactly. Yeah. So, they run in, and Petrie is already in there, and he's just staring up at something very... Very, very tall and big. About a three-story tall ice block with giant horns coming out of the ice block. Santa's huge. Huge. Like, his horns alone are like five L couches. (gasps) What? Yeah. It's... Whoa, Santa's yeah. huge. And the block itself is like probably three stories up. No wonder okay. the hole is so big. So big. And like a bu- and the top of the warehouse that we're in is Why like is Santa's so big. He's so big and scary. He's so big and scary and his horns are so huge. Like why is he so big though? I I don't know. I mean ask him. I I don't know. He wow. ate a lot of ears and sticks. I guess so. Got big and strong. Um, and then above him, we see that there's no ceiling on the warehouse. Like, mm-hmm. like he was probably, you know, excavated and lowered oh, in. Like lowered in. Okay. Yeah. So the three men are staring up at it. And Petrie says, they've built a nest for Santa. 
and we see it's this giant ice block with huge horns poking out of it, and we hear a giant heartbeat sound from inside the ice. Oh, no. We then look around and see that all oh, of the, the radiators. radiators and the hair dryers. Yep, yep. Uh, from the neighborhood are defrosting him. We then look closer and we see that he's surrounded with a bunch of burps maps. And if we listen, we hear that the burps maps are crying because there's children in them. Oh, no. So Petrie is like, they're soon going to get smacked on their bottoms. Question 12. Petrie, they are going to get worse than that. They're, they're going to get, get worse than that. Eaten. Yeah, they're going to get worse than that. I guess it's more that like there were some stories that were like, you know, Santa Claus is going to smack your bottom. And then other stories where it was like Santa Claus is going to boil you in a cauldron. I, and well, those are two very different situations. Petrie I wants need to, to know manifest. what I'm dealing with here. Petrie want Petrie doesn't want to focus on what he doesn't want. He wants to focus on what he does want. And if his options are getting boiled and eaten to bone, or getting smacked on the bottom, he wants to focus on getting smacked on the bottom. Well, I can't fault him for that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, question twelve. Oh no. What do they do? What do you do? Okay. Step one. Mm-hmm. Turn off all the radiators. Okay. Keep this guy frozen. Yep. Step two. Yep. Oh, wait. Those guys are still coming for us, right? Uh, the You've blocked the door pretty well at the okay, moment. Great. Like, you have, a, you have a minute. Just pick up all the children. Save the children. Okay. Uh, pick up the children. Can you pick up the children? <laughs> <laughs> Do I need more steps in the moment? Uh, nope, that's good. What do they do? They do the same, hand in hand. You got it, Nelly. All right. So they start unplugging and kicking over all the radiators, trying to keep the elves out, untying the sacks. Um, ball and sacks. The ball sacks, yep, untying all the ball sacks. And uh, 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 Snow Daddy number two finds you so. His son. Oh, good. And he like hugs. I thought he him. turned into a little wooden boy. No, they, so it was more like of a. It was more, more of like a changeling, a like a, a changeling situation. Remember the changeling situation? Yeah, but I thought the changeling replaced you with like a. Demon, with like a demon. demon you. Yes, there are some. You're correct. This felt there more is, like a like a bait and switch situation. Yes, of just like oh, we're gonna put. A little fake child under the pillow. Yes. yes. Or blanket. You are correct. So you think they're there, but they're not. There was some fairy lore in other places where rather than it being replaced by a demon, it was replaced by like a wooden log type of thing. Um, oh. But yes, you are completely correct. The changelings we have dealt with has been more of a demon baby situation for sure. Mm. And Yuso is not so big and tough anymore. He's like crying and his well, dad sure. is... Sure, I mean, yeah. I can't fault him. No, he just got sacked up in a sack. And yeah, his dad... Naked grandpa. Yes. Can you imagine how scary that must have been? Honestly. Like you wake up and there's like grandpa balls in your face and then you're shoved in a sack. You? Yeah, fuck. That must have been so fucking scary. I wish yeah. you had seen that. Um... So, and then Yuso's dad, like, shows some emotion. He's like, daddy's little boy, and, like, hugs him really tight. So they're all scrambling. Petrie 
looks up at the open ceiling and looks out at the like door that the old grandpa elves are banging on, mm-hmm. right? So they're trapped in here. Petrie starts calling all of them, being like, guys, guys, telling them to listen. They don't listen, so Petrie fires his gun to be like, listen to me. Wow. And he says, as long as the kids are here, the elves won't leave the hangar. So it's e- so he then pulls a tarp off a big pile of something, and it's dynamite. Okay? Mm-hmm. So... Uh, what's your plan? All right. And what's his plan? We're going to somehow crawl out the top. Okay. I'd love to use some type of helicopter situation. I don't know if that's available to me. Well, the the cane man flew in on a helicopter. Great. Let's fly out on a helicopter. Okay. So, basically, I want to sneak us out the mm-hmm. ceiling mm-hmm. and then let all the grandpa elves in mm-hmm. you know chomping at the bit for the kids mm-hmm. and then blow up the building okay the hand in hand that's one and a half points so piper has got to get to the chopper and i'll tell you what their whole plan is but first piper's got to get to the chopper so he has to go outside and and you know, the, the grandpa elves are there. How does he get to the chopper? Is this a, is this a, how Question do I, 14. how do they? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I thought you were inquiring. How does he get to the chopper? Do you know? <laughs> 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 I miss this part. Do you know? This is a bonus <laughs> point. <laughs> What's happening? How does he get to the chopper? So the chopper is like. Just, just, just a few couches away. Building. Yeah. But like there's and and here's what I will say. The the grandpa elves are no longer sort of like huddled en masse at the door. They're kind of spread out a little bit, but like as soon as he goes to the starts running the chopper, they're gonna charge. <sighs> okay. So you gotta get them to be distracted by something else. Well, that's what I was thinking. I mean, obviously they would be distracted by kids, but like it's a dangerous game. What else? Did Grandpa Elf express interest in Santa <laughs> gingerbread. Okay, do we have gingerbread? You always have gingerbread. <laughs> <laughs> you always that. have gingerbread. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hand in hand, we're gonna distract Santa balls with gingerbread and run to the helicopter. We're gonna. We're going to distract Santa balls with gingerbread. <laughs> That's my answer. That's the quote of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to distract Santa balls with gingerbread. That is correct. So he starts throwing gingerbread out. And they're all like, <laughs> eating the gingerbread. He gets into the chopper. Okay. So he says on the walkie-talkie, to Petrie, he says, we're ready. Petrie then tells the dads to load the sacks into the net. Okay, so Petrie's in charge now. He says, load the kids' sacks into the net. Okay. Snow daddy number two is like, you so, 
and he's like, no, 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 Yuso has to go too. If there's any kids left in here, the grandpa elves are going to, they want kids. All the kids got to go in the net. So Petrie then climbs on the net as well. So he's holding on to the net and he looks up and he tells Piper, lift off. So Piper lifts the net of children's sacks with the helicopter out of the warehouse mm-hmm. and all the elves start running after the chopper. Here we go. So now the dads are left inside with the big ice block of Santa and they start drilling holes into the ice and sticking the dynamite in the holes. Mm-hmm. Back at the chopper, we're out over the wilderness, and Petrie is like, slow down! And they wait for the elves to crest over the hill just to make sure they're still following. And then they start circling, and Piper is very impressed. He's like, Petrie, this was a really good plan! And Petrie is watching and smiling, and then he tells him, turn towards the pens! The corral for where the reindeer go. And uh, Piper is like, Piper's like, why? And he's like, pretend they're reindeer. And Piper gets it. Now they're flying over the snow and Petrie's holding onto the net and he goes, Yahoo! (laughs) How are you not the cutest little baby pterodactyl? I love you. Oh, but he is the cutest little baby pterodactyl. So now we confused about why Piper didn't know this plan when he when it started. I guess he was busy feeding grandpa's <laughs> just, gingerbread. He was just like, cool, got these kids in this helicopter and these guys are following us. Yep. Piper, That's it. Plan listen, over. Listen, Piper's like, a yes what man. What were they going to do next? <laughs> Piper's a yes man. He doesn't ask questions. You got. Right. You need me to come over as Santa Claus? I'm there. I'm there. You need me to babysit an old man on a chopping block? I'm there. You need me to chop up an old man on a shopping block? I'm there. You need me to helicopter some kids around the mountains? I'm your guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's Piper. He's a good friend. Yeah. (laughs) He'll help bury the body for sure. Oh, for sure. So now we cut back to the hangar, and the two snow daddies are like, looks like we've been naughty. And they're like, ever wondered how Santa could be a million places at once? Now we're going to find out. (laughs) (laughs) And then we hear a, a, I'm pulling a cord of a machine that you, that you do the sound of. (laughs) A chainsaw. I was trying to get it started. Couldn't go. A uh, whoosh. I didn't know. Uh, za, za, za. <laughs> no kind of machine. You were I, wasn't, I was just making I all wasn't. kinds of sounds. I wasn't super clear. Just know, here's what I'll tell you for future reference. If it's a machine that isn't a chainsaw, I'll take care of the noise. <laughs> if I'm asking you oh. for the sound. Okay. It's a chainsaw. They pull a chainsaw. Yes. That was great. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Trying to make 
cord pulling sounds. I didn't know. It was perfect. Was it, it was metal? Was it? it I didn't was know perfect. what we were dealing with. It was perfect. <laughs> Couldn't. I mean, it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Oh boy. So. So now we see the the two men coming out of the hangar, carrying one of the big fucking horns, and they load it onto their truck. Okay. Shit. Cut to the chopper. And they get to the corral, and they realize the gate isn't open. Oh, no. So they're hovering over the corral, but the gate's not open. Question 15, what do you do? What does Petrie do? No. What kind of gate are we talking about? It's a gate that you have to get down on the ground and open manually. Does Petrie jump down and open the gate? What do you do? I don't think I'm as brave as Petrie. None of us are. Guess I gotta do it though. Gotta save Christmas. You gotta save Christmas. Like little hand Petrie. In, hand in hand. Petrie's gotta save Christmas. So they realize the gate's not mm. open. They also realize that. The thing to climb down, because he he can't land the chopper in yeah, there yeah, because yeah. he's got a sack of kids, sack of kids. Under, underneath. <clears throat> and so what he has to do is Petrie has to, he's hanging on to the sack of kids. He then has to grab the tower that's in the center mm-hmm, there mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. climb down it and then turn the fence on. But that means he can no longer climb back up the tower. Because if the fence is electrified, that tower is electrified. Petrie, right? what is your plan? So he climbs down. He opens the fence. He turns the, electric, the electricity on. And uh, he gets back on. The elves are starting to rush at him into the center of the corral. And he gets on the walkie-talkie. And he says, Piper! Tell my dad what I did. And he drops the radio and closes his eyes. Petrie! <laughs> I, no. I cried. I cried. Petrie! Is Petrie about to die right now? I can't handle that. I cried. It was what like... What are you telling me right now? <laughs> what are you telling me right now? Is Petrie going to die right now? I'm telling you that Petrie, here's the spoiler I will give you. I'm telling you that Petrie <laughs> saves Christmas. <laughs> and so we cut to Snow Daddy 1 and Snow Daddy 2 driving off. Petrie's dad is in the back of the truck. And he's sitting with the giant horn. And he detonates the dynamite. And the whole hangar explodes. A giant explosion. Cut back to Petrie with his eyes closed. Oh, maybe they maybe they explode because he exploded. Maybe they explode together. And he looks, and all of the grandpa elves drop their weapons and just stand there, confused, (laughs) looking around. Oh oh gosh! Oh my gosh, (laughs) Petrie. I've never cared about a character so much in my life. Kim, he's so fucking cute. It's like. If we have like, I know we have creepy crap bags, but we have if we have like a cute kid award, like he's he wins. He's so cute. So oh my gosh, he gets on the horn again, and he's like, Piper, what happened? And Piper is laughing, and he's like, and he's like, the elves are out of a job, kid. 
And Petrie says, take the kids home. It's past their bedtime. Petrie! <laughs> oh, God. Petrie. <laughs> so, I love you so much. <laughs> oh, my God. I think I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. Oh, no. I'm I'll pregnant. <laughs> and Piper says, Roger that. Over and out. And Petrie smiles up at the chopper. Cut to morning. The truck pulls up to Petrie, who is looking at the elves in the pen. They're all in the pen now. Yuso is there now, too. No longer a wooden child. And they're all standing around the, the, the three men and the two kids. Did I miss anybody? Yeah. So it's five of them. And he says, how many elves? And Petrie says, 198. Whoa. And Yuso says, or, uh, and then Snow Daddy 2 says, Yuso, what's that worth? And Yuso says, how much for one? And Dad says, $85,000 for one. And so Yuso is apparently a math genius and says, $16,800,000. Are we selling these old men? <laughs> You'll find out. <laughs> Is this a horror movie about trafficking? Human trafficking? Is this a happy ending Christmas what? story about human trafficking old I men? Just, so, my feelings are so confused right now. I'm, so I'm in tears over PG, but now we're human trafficking. We're just, human trafficking. Gotta, this yeah. is a lot for me to handle. Yeah. So there's okay, a rainbow on. on the snow. We're definitely supposed to be pro- human trafficking right now <laughs> according <laughs> to the rainbow on the snow okay. <laughs> and oh, okay this is very cute petrie's dad looks down at petrie and says you are quite a man petrie <laughs> and petrie looks up at him and says so are you dad <laughs> let's traffic some humans <laughs> so we then see title card 312 days to Christmas. And we see that all the old grandpa elves are being hosed down in a shower. <laughs> still not looking good. Uh, no. I'm still they, concerned. Okay. Uh, me too. Uh, and now it says 76 days till Christmas. Now they're all in like a warehouse and they're all in like white. Like onesies, basically, and they're uh -huh. all holding white uh, presents, and they all have white uh, dolls on their laps, like humans, you know, child-sized dolls, and the, all the elves are, like, petting the dolls like this, and then one goes okay. to, like, eat a child, and they're like, ah, no, no, and they're going down the line, and you so puts a Santa hat on each one. Uh-huh. They're in Santa and school. They're in okay. Santa school. They're Don't in Santa school. Don't need kids Santa school. Don't e yes. Now it's 24 days till Christmas, and we see an elf in a Santa suit is put into a shipping crate off to Zanzibar. <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch of choppers <laughs> are ready to deliver Santas no. all over the world. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. What was, what's happening? And then Chris 
the spirit of human trafficking is what the alive and well. The end. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Why did that get... What? <sighs> oh, no. Why did they get ruined? It's a happy, happy human they, trafficking story. Why did... Why did why did the, the, the most beautiful story I've ever heard turn into the to the worst story I've ever heard? <laughs> now here's so what quickly. I will say: is oh, there no. is there a world where they are clearly magical? They're not human; they're magical. Okay. Perhaps, per, and they have. I mean, where have they been? Maybe a crate to Zanzibar is not the worst place they've been. <laughs> you know, like maybe this is preferable to wherever they were while Santa was in. What if they go eat kids in Zanzibar? Well, that's why we had Santa school, Kim. I know, but do you think they got healed in 365 days? I don't know. They've been doing this a long time with the the length their balls are sagged down. Listen, listen, listen. I can tell how old they are by their balls (laughs) of their ball sack. They're very I'd old. say they've been eating kids a long time. It takes a long time to break that. All habit. they're concerned about is whether or not the check from Zanzibar for $85,000 <laughs> cashes. Okay? That's all we need to know. <laughs> there, is, there is a no return policy, and the warranty only lasts until right before there's a kid on their lap. If he eats your kid, the warranty is expired. <laughs> I just... Which, what's, what what's happened? Matter, Kim? What's the matter? <laughs> this is a happy, happy human trafficking Christmas story. <laughs> I was crying so much. <laughs> so in love with Petrie. Petrie saved all of our lives. Yeah, he did. But then this happened so quickly. I, I, my, um, I can't. I we had to. Kim, sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes I was too emotional to be able to handle this ending. Sometimes you got to traffic some old men to save Christmas. <laughs> to save uh, Christmas. It's to save Christmas. It's to save Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me total your points. You process that. I can't. I want to take it away. I just what, why did you tell me the ending? Just stop it at Petrie saving the day. Just you stop at Petrie saving credits. the day. Goodbye, well, credits. Well, let me okay, I am going to turn black. your points, but I want you to think about this because we had to, we the, we have 198 old men in a corral. No. So, in my story, they what happens? they they were magically connected to Santa. So when Santa got blew up, they blew up. They oh, Okay. Or they okay. magically disappeared or something. So, so Kim, I didn't have them to get rid of. Kim would have been okay with mass genocide of Grandpa <laughs> Elves. But human trafficking, she draws the line. <laughs> I see. Okay. We all have our limits. I mean, when you put it that way. <laughs> all right. Let me tell them your points. <laughs> human trafficking me, boy. <laughs> There's a quote from a 90 Day Fiance. Thing that, like, I can't count podcast. while you're talking to me. <sighs> Stop it! I can't count! <laughs> I have to start over. Just give me zero points. I don't have any. <laughs> I didn't do good. You did. You did great. Hi, Sammy. 
So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live stream. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Kim, you did really well. You got three out of seven for Dead or Alive's. Because only Kane Men and Mr. Green were dead. Uh, for questions, you got 21.5 out of 30 for a total of 24.5 oh. out of 37. It's better than I thought. I felt like I wasn't doing well. You did great. You had a couple zeros, but like in general, you did really well. You, you, really, you really know how to traffic some old men. <laughs> <laughs> so that was I rare exports. Why was it the most beautiful, perfect movie? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just... You heard it here first, folks. Kim prefers genocide. I know. I'm like, well, why am I okay with them all dying? So that was our first... Feels like killing them is what we do in horror movies, you know? Sure. We're just like, they're the evil ones. Right. We have to stab forever. Right. Right, but we, Kim does Selling not want to them traffic to forever. other places. Uh huh. You're not doesn't okay with that. Feel right? Doesn't feel right. Yeah, doesn't I, I, right. they seemed very well trained, and maybe, maybe in their little grandpa balls, they found the spirit of Christmas and fulfillment maybe. in their new job. Maybe I guess I'm just gonna take my little baby Petri in my womb. Oh my gosh. And black out the rest of this movie. Great. Move on with my life. The movie ended five minutes before for you than it did for yes. anybody else. Credit. <laughs> Bye. You're See pregnant ya. Now with a little Petri boy. Someone tell my boyfriend. <laughs> um, so that was our first holiday horror pick for December 2022. And uh, can't wait to see what our next pick is for next week that Kim's going to really, tell me. Really got me in my soul. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, so we'll and see you. Womb. We'll see you next week. We'll um, hear how Kim's birthday went. Yes. And next week will be another patron pick for me to tell mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, follow us on uh, Instagram and TikTok and Facebook. And whatever other platform we decide to hop on and uh, join our Patreon. And we have so many fun things happening over at Patreon. And also, if you could please give us a five-star review and um, rate us five stars and review us. You get what I'm saying. That would be great. That would be so great. And that would um, help heal my soul. Thank you so much. Yeah. We love yeah. you. And this has been Kim and Kat's Day Life. Maybe. So until next week, stay alive. Stay alive. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. And goodbye. Me. I'm, I'm done. done. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.